Welcome to Make Life Click. Together, we're exploring a new approach to online community based on real life, not best life. Established upon a foundation of trust and accountability, our vision is to become a social centre point, a cooperative connecting a network of people and partners who are committed to having a positive impact on people's well-being, both online and offline. Find out more and get involved at www.makelife.click. Welcome back to Make Life Click, the MLC. I'm really pleased to be joined once again today by Emily Ansell. Um, and for those of you who've been listening to the Make Life Click podcast since it started back in um, October time, 2020, you'll remember Emily, she very kindly joined me for the opening episode when we were talking about the vision behind Make Life Click, what I hoped it would become. And I'm really pleased to um, have Emily back. Hi, Emily. Hi. How are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. I'm not enjoying the fact that the temperatures dropped significantly. I'm a bit chilly today. <laughs> okay, are you still wearing shorts? No, <laughs> I've got thick socks on and a big fluffy cardigan. Okay, okay. I've made the mistake of wearing shorts, so um, I think soon oh, no. it's, it's going to be trousers weather again and also teaching the kids not to leave their windows open when they go to school. <laughs> I'm actually resisting putting the heating on. I don't know how long that's going to, I'm going to be able to stand it, but. Yeah, well, just, yeah, just put loads of jumpers on, maybe put a duvet on, get in a sleeping yeah. bag. You'll be all right. <laughs> We're going to be talking about something called CAP today. I'll invite Emily to explain what CAP is. CAP stands for Christians Against Poverty. Um, but at its heart, CAP is about helping people. And I think a lot of their values align with the Make Life Click values, um, particularly with the value of kindness, um, probably the value of uh, appreciation too, and trust. Um, so Emily, tell us a little bit about CAP. What is CAP and what's CAP seeking to do? So CAP is a uh, basically a free debt help service. Um, we have 300 centres across the UK and also it's gone international now. So there are centres in America and Australia and other countries as well. Um, but what's at the heart of CAP is just to help people um, see freedom from um, quite, you know, disabling debt. Um and I work as a debt coach. So how I work is I will we work on a three appointment structure. So I will have an initial appointment with a client where they refer they self refer by calling our free phone number, self refer to Bradford, who will then refer that client to me if they're in my area. I will then go out and see them and have an initial appointment with them where I would just be about getting to know them. Um, getting to understand a bit more about their situation, explain to them how the CAP process works. And then I will encourage them to gather as much paperwork as they possibly can relating to their income and their expenditure and their debts. And once they've done that, I will go back and see them and we'll do something called a fact find where we'll put all that into our kind of intranet system and I'll ask them lots and lots of questions. Um, and encourage them to really trust me and tell me everything because the more that I know, the better we can kind of facilitate a route out of debt for them and help them with their sort of ongoing budgeting and general kind of finance, financial um, situation. And 
that will all go up to head office. They'll do all the, the clever stuff up at head office and put together um, and some advice for them and what they feel is the best route out of debt for them. We have some clients that go on to what's called a debt management plan, which is they pay into a cap plan and um, we take on negotiating and communicating with creditors on their behalf. So all that is is with their consent um, cap negotiate with creditors on their behalf because a lot of our clients are being hounded by enforcement agents and have debt that feels very unmanageable so we have a lot of clients that actually get to a point where they can't even bear to open letters anymore because it's just too scary so that's something we really help them with as well then I basically me and a lovely team of volunteers work with clients all the way through until they're um, debt free so we're a very we work in a very holistic way. So it's not just about um, helping people get out of debt. It's actually about building relationship as well and signposting for other support if they need it. Thanks, Emma. How long have you been working for CAP and, and what inspired you to get involved? So I started working in my role in January. And I think what inspired me is I... I'm just aware through other kind of roles I've done. So I'm I, we're, I'm affiliated with my local church and I've worked for the church now for a couple of years and just aware that they're, particularly in the community that I work in, there's just so much need and so much brokenness that actually this job for me, when I looked at the job description, just seemed to tick, tick off a lot of what I'm passionate about. And I also felt that it... It just worked really well within my skill set. I felt that it would be a a role that I would be naturally really comfortable doing and a role that I could do where actually I feel I'm really able to make a very practical difference in people's lives. I'm really aware at the moment in particular because of what we've just sort of what we're coming out of. There is just so much need and people are struggling with their mental health. And there's a lot that actually I can't make better. Um, but this is a, this is something that actually I feel I can make, I can actually do something. I can sit with clients and I can say, look, I can't help you with that or that, but actually I can help you with your finances. And there's something very practical that we can do to support you. And there is actually something I can do to help you find freedom from, from Mm. that bit. I'm aware often with clients that I work with debt is the tip of the iceberg and there's often a lot of other stuff going on and it's just great to be able to go we work in we we go into people's homes we like to go to go to them rather than invite people to come to us because it just helps it's nice to get to know people's families and nice to kind of get a really good sense of the sort of bigger picture and how we can sort of support in other ways as well Um, and it's just great being able to say um we can help i can help there's there's something that we can actually do yeah yeah um i think it's fair to say that money for a lot of people in terms of talking about it it's a fairly taboo thing within families even so to go to an organization like cap um, for many people must take quite a lot of bravery just trying to put myself into the mindset of someone who who might be at the point where I think I I really do need some help financially Mm. um and I might feel like it's kind of like to go to an organization like cap feels like some kind of a like admitting some kind of weakness or failure on my part for want of a better term 
is that your experience? And do, do people talk with you about that? Is, is that something that you encourage conversation around? Yeah, I think it's absolutely a lot of people's experience. I think there's, there's, I can't remember the exact percentage now, but there's quite a surprising percentage of people that wait at least three years to get help. And like I say, I do sometimes work with clients who are just too scared even to open mail, that just mail's kind of stacked up. Um, and, you know, part of my job is saying, right, let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's just get all these open. Let's see what, let's see what we're dealing with. And um, it's um, with some clients, it's a case of just saying, do you know what, hand it all over to me. I'm going to take it away and I'm going to look at this and we're going to we're going to sort this together and making calls with clients as well who might be too afraid to ring creditors just because of the experiences they've had or the threatening letters that they're getting. Um, and I think so I think because of that and I think there is a lot of shame, there can, a lot of shame around getting into debt and about admitting various things and um, situations that people have got themselves in and their bank balances and how much they're into their overdraft and all that kind of stuff and I think there is generally so much shame and fear of judgment that comes with money management um, but like I said before it's just often on top of so many other things and so many complex other things that are going on yeah. um, and so I'm really aware in my job um, that to just be really sensitive to that when I'm going into clients homes and to be to be really sensitive around about the difficult feelings that they might be experiencing as a result of of needing to contact cap and also the bravery it takes to reach out and contact cap because you are kind of ripping a band-aid off and facing mm. stuff and saying right that's it I'm going to face this and it's a really scary thing to do yeah. um so it's really important that there is absolutely no judgment and no sense of judgment from me and just complete acceptance of um people's situations and yeah and yeah. just and you know I'm, I'm very aware of that because everybody has a story and and no people's experiences are the same and yeah. there is always a reason and often that reason is really complicated and has many many layers to it how does the so one of make life clicks values is curiosity mm. um and curiosity can be as simple as asking the right questions and then just listening mm. and you mentioned the word um term being non-judgmental mm. we all <laughs> it's an easy thing to say but we all carry our various unconscious biases yeah absolutely so, I'm a believer that it's impossible to be completely non-judgmental because we are people who've had the experiences that we've had that shape the way that we think and respond to various things. Mm -hmm. But how do you determine a helpful level of curiosity versus yeah. digging a, a little too deep, if that makes sense? Knowing what my roles and responsibilities are and what they're not. Knowing what, what your roles and responsibilities are, but, but just as importantly, knowing what's going to be most helpful for the client that you're helping. Oh, that's quite a big question. Um, we do have, so I, before I started this role, I had extensive training all around um, mental health and about, and around boundaries and about keeping myself safe on visits and all that kind of stuff. Cause you don't really know, you don't off, you don't always know what you're kind of stepping into. Um, so I think, to be honest, I think I rely a lot on 
nonverbal cues and the my intuition and my hunch when I go into somebody's home um, and just try and create a space where clients can share what they need to share because I'm aware that there has to be a certain level of trust because actually what I'm asking of clients is for them to share a lot of quite personal stuff with me around their finances and around their income and their expenditure and you know whether there might be sort of spending addictions there and that's kind of all the sort of stuff that is good for me to just be a little bit aware of um so if clients want to open up it's important that I allow that space for them to do so but I'm also aware that I am there to facilitate helping clients become free from debt and there is a lot to do and we have a lot to get through and so sometimes it's about bringing people back to the task in hand but I'm also aware that because I'm there as a professional and hopefully as somebody that people trust that there are some clients that really do need to talk and really do need to share some quite painful stuff. But I'm there more to, to listen to that stuff and signpost them rather than make all that better, if that makes sense. So part of my role is about being aware of agencies in the area and different support networks that actually I can encourage clients to connect with that might be able to help them with different areas of their life that they're struggling with. So I think it's it's about managing that fine line between allowing space for clients to share because the relationship between me and them and my volunteers and them is really, really key and is really important. It's a really important aspect of the job particularly as our, we support them right the way through their, till they're debt-free and sometimes beyond, you know, some often clients become friends and often want to become involved in activities that we run as a church. And that's, again, that's a big part of my job is praying for clients and bringing them into church and bringing them on something called the Alpha Course, which is sort of an introduction to Christianity and helping them to feel loved and included and accepted in in the community that I'm working in um, and it's much much more than just just helping them with debt it's, it's a much much bigger thing um, so listening to and supporting clients with other areas is is really important but I also it's also really important for me to remember that I'm not there that I'm there to signpost for them to get help with other areas of areas of their life because I'm not there as a counsellor or a mental health expert or anything like that I'm there to help them with debt so it sounds like you're offering a real um compassion-led service actually it'd be I guess um helping people out of debt a huge amount of that is just practical and pragmatic but to go that step further and seek to work with them as a person so a person level to a human level uh, yeah. And to build relationship and, and to build trust. I think that that's mm. a real demonstration of compassion. And I guess that's something that could be quite surprising to a lot of people because I don't think we live in a very compassionate world. So mm. when someone is um, experiences someone being genuinely kind to them and kind mm-hmm. to them just beyond the bounds of what they've gone to them for help with, mm. yeah, I can, I, I can see just how, yeah, surprising that would feel to some yeah. people, but also how valuable. I think another thing that's lovely about my job 
and that's just a real privilege is I'm able if if there is a client that's really in need we have an emergency support fund at CAP so if I really felt like a client um, was really in need then I can go if I want to I can go and do a emergency food shop for them so I've been able to do that for some clients in the past I've been able to just say do you know what I'm going to go and do a Tesco shop and it's going to be delivered at you know four o'clock tomorrow afternoon and same with things like school uniform or if people need an emergency fuel top up you know if there's the need there then we have got the the funds to be able to yeah to do something about it which is another great part of my job that I can say yep I can help with that within make life click we talk about something called a benefit mindset and for people who don't know what a benefit mindset is you can go and have a look at uh, benefitmindset.com but a key part of um, a benefit mindset is serving the well-being of all. And um, Emily, I think you 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 know firsthand that if you give to somebody, if you're kind to somebody with no expectation of anything in return, mm-hmm. of it, often good stuff comes back to you. In terms of the work that you're doing for CAP, and I've talked about compassion and kindness and 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 trust and, and curiosity. Mm. How has working with Kat impacted you in your own family life? I think it has definitely helped me to um, be more present in the moment that I'm living in. It's definitely helped me to be more um, thankful for what I've got. Um, It's helped me to be more intentional in terms of how I think about today and how I think about actually what I've got and what I'm the choices that I'm going to make, um, intentional about making positive choices. Um, it's made me from a kind of faith point of view, because obviously I, I am a Christian and, and Cap is very centered around um, the Christian faith. It's made me more reliant on my prayer life and praying for people and praying for positive and for good things to happen for good outcomes for for people and for my family as well it's made me on a very practical level much better at thinking about my money because I want to be doing my job with integrity and obviously a lot of my role is actually helping people manage their money and so I need to be making sure that I'm kind of accountable as well and um, kind of serving with integrity in that sense so and I think it's probably it's made me kind of more intentional about speaking to my children about money as well and um, that actually money is it's okay to spend money on things that give us deep kind of sustained life-giving joy but also it's really important that we're generous with it with what we have so money's money's to spend but money is also to give away and that's very much a kind of family value that we've had for a long time but I think it's just it's just really made me think about be be more intentional about how I think about my money and the conversations Mm. that I have with other people and my children about it yeah yeah cap is very openly affiliated with the church there may be some people listening who think who are thinking hmm uh, I'm not a Christian. Christianity is not for me as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What would you say to people just in terms of the CAP service who might be thinking about CAP in, in that way, thinking, 
okay, is it for Christians? Is this part of this that they're going to try and make me go to church? Do you have people ask about that? And even if if you don't, what would you say to pe- people listening? So, yeah, so, uh, yes, it is a Christian charity and it's very openly a Christian charity. And actually, when people ring up to to make to refer themselves, then head office do say on the phone, you know, your your debt coach will offer to pray for you. But that said, it is for everybody. So whether whatever you believe, whether you're a Christian or not, or have have a. in a different faith it's it's for everybody and it's fully accessible for everybody so the choice will always be there we will always offer to pray but people can always say no and that's absolutely fine and in terms of um there will always be the sort of offers of things that we're doing at church but again it's it's very much um individual's choice where can people find out more about capm so we've got a website capuk.org um, and it's got it's a very good website. It's got lots of details because there's other things that CAP do. So at the moment, at the centre that I work at, we just run a debt centre at the moment, and we'll be starting to run money courses from January as well to help people with kind of ongoing budgeting. And there are other centres across the country that run CAP job clubs and life skills, which basically is available for people who um, are looking to get back into the work sector and to also meet other people. Um, it's a good way to socialize with other people and learn some new skills and that they run through churches around the country Um, but you can find all the information on CAP's website and if you are listening and you know somebody or you would like to refer and get some help then we have a free phone number which is our number up in Bradford which we have our lovely um, team of advisors up there. And again, the number is on the website. If I was to phone up CAP, what could I expect just in terms of the initial phone call? So you would ring up and you'd speak to a really friendly um, debt advisor on our setup team who will just ask you some questions about your situation. We can't unfortunately work with people that are self-employed just because income is a bit too sporadic. Um, but they will ask you all these questions on the phone. And if you're self-employed, then they we have other agencies that we can refer you on to. They will ask you where you live and some of your contact details. And then they will also just um, let you know that your debt coach will be offering to pray. But it's totally your choice whether you want that or not. And then that referral would come through to me or another centre, depending on where you live. And then I will then would then get in touch with the client just to arrange to come and see them. One thing that I haven't mentioned yet is the befriending service that we offer. So I would always take a volunteer with me to see a client who would then get to know the client. And throughout their journey out of debt, the befriender would just be available to the client to support them in any ways that they need. So whether that might be going out for coffee or going for a walk or um, going to the park with them and their children. It's just a very kind of natural way of befriending clients and another kind of way that we can support them. And often actually our befrienders, even when clients become debt free, they become friends with clients and that kind of relationship continues so it's just a lovely way of being able to really offer that extra support brilliant thank you so much emily um just a reminder of the website address capuk.org so go and 
um, have a look at that. So there's lots of information on that website. There's also some really inspiring and moving stories from some of the past clients that um, CAP have had. So it's well worth going and having a look at, even if you have no money worries of your own. Thank you so much once again, Em. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Make Life Click podcast. We hope it's been helpful for you. Please leave us a comment wherever you listen to podcasts and we hope you'll join us again next time.